Oh, and three, two, one. This is Elijah Bailey here today with Malcolm White. Malcolm White, yes, my new co-host, my new fellow host of Hoya the Warrior Way podcast. We are sitting here at Blacken Studios without Richard Taplin because he could not be here today. We had to move some stuff around. Last week, a little bit of anime had voice actress, director at Funimation Studios, Marissa Linty come on the show. And Superpower Movie Podcast had Joshua Unruh and Vinton Bain come on the show for our Super Debater show where we debated all the comic book goodies. But now me and Malcolm are here to... I don't want to say shoot the shit, but we got some things we got to get off our chest. Pretty much. We got some son of a bitches of the of a (laughs) lifetime that we have to talk about. And then just different stuff. I got some dog questions and dog concerns I want to ask you guys. Remember to follow on Facebook at The Elijah Bailey Show. Also, Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show without the W. That's S-H-O at the end. And send your emails or answer my questions at Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com or simply go to iTunes. Subscribe, rate, five motherfucking star ratings, folks, and review. Now, let's begin The Elijah Bailey Show. back ebony and ivory sitting here in the studio for you folks it's elijah bailey say your name again for the folks he just wants to keep all the secrets (laughs) to himself it's malcolm motherfucking white you might remember him from episode 40 was it 45 i think 45 45. yeah podcasting smarter where he came on and and dove into the mind of you podcast listeners to tell me and richard what you like and what you don't like and so we could ignore that shit and do what we like but today richard's not here like i said at the top of the show so we're just sitting around working out like malcolm do you want to come on the show and of course he said yes and now we're here so let's start this deal off right i haven't I gotta clear my throat for son of a bitch of the week. You son of a bitch. So, who is your son of a bitch of the week, Malcolm? Well, now I can actually say it. Uh, former employer of mine, Radio Shack. <laughs> oh, the fucking Shack, dude. I know about the goddamn Shack. They used to be relevant everywhere, and now nobody gives a shit. Yep. So, what's going on with Radio Shack? Well, I can't speak for it right now because I have left, but it was. Was that bad? That bad you had to leave. Yeah, it was for me. Uh, two and a half years of dealing with them, and I couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, they were mismanaged. The people there that work there are great, but upper management just is not ready to lead. And after a while, they had me leading everything, doing all sorts of things, and eventually they kept moving me to different stores. As soon as I would get there within a week, shut it down, have me move to another store, and finally, I told him, all right, the next store you move this. me to, you can't shut it down, okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it'll never shut down. <laughs> Two weeks later, hey, guess what? You're shutting the fuck down. So the options are we can either move you, cut your pay in half, or we can have you drive 200 miles a day. So I put in my two-week notice and left them. That's all you need to do, folks. Yep. Fucking get out of Dodge. But, okay, so when you emailed, because you emailed your, you had your resume, or not resume, your resignation. Yeah. <laughs> well, you had your resume and your resignation yeah. letter written out. 
And so when you um, sent it, how did you feel? Oh, it was great. It was. I was too excited that um, I was sending it because I had it written. I'm going to say two months before I actually put in the resignation. You hear that, folks? That's how you know it's time to go. Two months yeah. ahead of time. And so it was finally time, and I just went in and hit send. Well, whenever I had built the resignation, I just left gaps for dates. I was so excited, I forgot to go and put dates in for the resignation, so I had to send it twice. But both times were amazing for me. See? It was great. Folks, when you have a pain in your ass... You have to prepare the preparation H, right? You have to put that on several times, and over time, it heals up. So Malcolm yep. started his preparation H with these fucking fuck you letters. Because there was one that was nice, and there was one there that was... There was one that was really nice and professional, and mm-hmm. one that was just going to let them have Fucking it. light them up, <laughs> rip their asses in half. Yeah, and, and I decided to be professional whenever I sent it in, put in my two weeks, worked the two weeks, and left. A lot better. I, I'd still work the two weeks until they did some stupid shit, but all the stuff... Oh, they kept doing stupid shit, but... <laughs> and for you guys yeah. who don't know me and Malcolm's relationship, not only was he on the show, but I personal trained Malcolm at Gold's. So yeah. this is... we Two times a week, we get to self-medicate you know, medicate by talking about everything yeah. that's going on while we're working out. And for the past, what, six months, I've yeah. always walked in and go, all right, are you ready to play what dumb in work today exactly or i'll say okay so what's new in the work world? what yeah. what else has been fun and then the the week or two weeks was it was it the weeks? last week i think we changed the game to how stupid can they get from exactly. now yeah it's just a whole clusterfuck there but that's your son of a bitch yep you son of a bitch does he look like a bitch no! so you're a son of a bitch is radio shack yep Management. Of management. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah was, there would be no Radio Shack without management. So, yeah. all in one. My son of a bitch. I have two. And I really like the first one. Dragon Ball Super went on a fucking week hiatus. So, I have to wait an extra week to watch my goddamn show. And I love Dragon Ball Super now because they've kind of set the main character, Goku, up to be the villain with the other universes. So everybody is aiming and and most likely going to train to try to crush Goku. And it was a whole mastermind thought up by a little toddler-like infant. So I don't know if it's Akira's decision or what's going on, but please give me back my... I can't even... I'll say it. I can't really say it because I love Akira, Toriyama, and Dragon Ball so much. But you guys are son of a bitch. You know, you know. I'll wait. I'll wait this extra week for it. That's the soft. Yeah, the soft son of a bitch. Not a true one. No, no. But I do have a true one. My true (laughs) son of a bitch is motherfuckers that come in the gym and talk to other people that don't fucking. I mean, you can go to the gym with your friends. That's perfectly fine. But if you are, for me, if I have a client. And it's not the fact that they can't pay. I work with everybody about around their finances. But the fact that they want much more than what they pay for. Or they want sessions for free. Yeah, sessions for free. Yeah, you were there for this. So. Yeah. yeah, you were there for this. I was this. there 20, for that tantrum. 20 fucking minutes <laughs> from a baby-ass tantrum. Like, you owe me this. I don't owe you a fucking thing. That. I love this saying because... You'd actually given him, what, two more. sessions or... I don't know. It was get, something it was, stupid. Okay, so let me give you guys a little bit of background. So this X person X, Mystery yeah. Man X, pays for four sessions. Well, we had... At the time, I was able to 
do what he asked. Like, you know, I can't make it. It's really making fucking excuse. And I was like, well, after a month, I know he's not going to make any progress. So that's when we can go back to the measurements and all that other stuff and say, hey, you haven't really, have you really been doing the workouts I've been writing up? You know, it's probably about time that you use my help. If you need some help with finance, you need to do half hour session or whatever. We can work with that. But instead of that, the agreement was that for one session a week, starting on Monday, I'd write up workouts for you know, seven days for the full week yeah, and leave them in the bind. They were supposed to do them. So what I would do is to keep, make sure they kind of keep on pace is I take the previous one out and I put the new one in. So there's never overlapping, you know, workouts. Yeah. So you're sitting, oh, well, I missed six days so I can go back to this one. No, I have to fourth session, which is a full month every Monday. So four Mondays out of a month. Didn't even come on Monday. Or no, he did come on Monday because we saw him. Yeah, he came in he for came three minutes. Three minutes on Monday. Walked in, got on the treadmill, looked around, walked out. Yes, and by this time, we have a new uh, plan you know, implemented to yeah. where I can no longer. And it's not cost efficient for me to write up a full week's worth of sessions, only get paid once. Yeah. So you at least have to buy two or three sessions. Well, our new plan makes it more affordable, more accommodable for people to do that. He, didn't, he came in Monday, didn't get his workout. So again... Well, that, no, he came in the next Monday mm-hmm. because he didn't come in the rest of that week, and yeah. you had already pulled the yeah, lab, pulled it out because that one. and I called him Friday and told and him, told "Hey, him, yeah. because this is when we were finding about the new comp plan and yeah, everything." And you said, "Hey, sessions are done." Yeah, sessions done. What are you wanting to do? Exactly. So he, he never got back n- to you. No, he called Saturday. I called oh. him back and told him that, "Hey, you got to come in because you got to resign." And this is the way it happens. If you don't resign now and you resign in March, it's not going to come into play in effect until April based yeah. off the new EFT draft. So you need to take care of this. And then there's no more sessions. You used up your last one. Oh, okay. I'll be there Monday. Come in Monday while we're there working out. Or was it a Tuesday? No, it was Monday. Monday while we're working out. And we just finished the workout. Yeah. And we're sitting down going over this whole business stuff. All right, you need to sign here. This is what's going to happen now. And just comes in, butts right in. Hey, you owe me sessions. Ass, Where's my workout? Asshole hurt. Because I was like, hey, you don't have any sessions left. You already used four. Yeah. And then proceeded to argue with me. And so if you know For me. 20 minutes. 20, yeah, 20 minutes. That's way too long. If you know me and I'm doing a service for you, shut the fuck up. I mean, don't sit there. If you have a complaint or a question, say, hey, no, I thought we were ask, – mainly ask a question because I keep track of my shit. I yeah. have my phone. I have my schedule. But if you're going to sit there and be like, hey, no, you owe me this. You owe me that. And you you have this pompous-ass attitude and you're fucking persnickety and you're fucking young, fuck you. Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> son of a bitch. It's just it, – it, it, Caught me off guard because I was trying to be nice. Yeah, I was trying real hard. I was like, uh, I'm at work, so this is only going to go so far. Like, oh no, no! And he kept cutting me off, and I was like, Hey, no, no, no! Am I, am I not talking? Hey, you have no more sessions. I did you a favor, and I started laying. I did this for you and that for you. I can't do this. And I called you on Friday, called you here because had the text messages. I called you back because you left me a message, and it, well, I'm, let me go get it fixed. You know yeah. what? People like that. Fuck you. You didn't deserve it in the first place. And but see, that's only the backstory. That's only the backstory. The real thing that pisses me off is you could have had all this help. I was giving you all this expert knowledge, what I went to college for, what my certification and my degrees are for, anything else that I have, my experience. And then you're going to bring in your little fucking friend that's asking me questions. Who's never been there before. No. Never been there before. Asking me questions. I ask you, fuck you. You're interrupting my workout. Get the fuck out of here. If you really wanted help, you do like everybody else. You come up and ask yourself. One, first you'd apologize. 
but or two, you buy sessions. That's what it's for. You, you as a consumer, you buy things that you if you buy knowledge that you don't have, you buy expertise, you buy massage. I mean, whatever it is, you buy that. So that's my son of a bitch. Of the, that's my real son of a bitch of the week. Yeah. And we should have known that was going to happen because the first time you met him, mm-hmm. we were in the middle of a workout. Yeah. And he comes over and starts leaning on the machine as I'm trying to lift Yeah, stuff. just trying to talk to you for no fucking reason. So I've used up so much fucking time on Son of a Bitch. <laughs> but that is Son of a Bitch of the Week. I, I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? No. I couldn't hear anything. We can't hear. Who's my bitch? I'm his bitch. That's right. They're all my bitches. Son of a bitch of the week. So let, now that we're done with that, let's let's start this deal off. I have my dogs. You guys know Chewie, Kylo, and we recently picked up Vader. Yeah. Chewie and Kylo are a year old now. Turned a year old March 4th. Vader's eight and a half to nine months just based off when we picked him up and based off what the vet kind of assumed about him. And we just got him neutered. So I felt like a complete dick. Because I'm a guy, I have balls, and they're guy dogs, they have balls. And I was like, ah, I had second doubts. Because my wife You had was, like third doubts, too. Dude, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to get my fucking dog's balls cut off. I, don't want, I want them to be guard dogs and protective dogs. and But I do want to curb some of the habits. Like, yeah. Kylo likes to you, hump. You want that deep bark that comes just from the balls. Uh, well, the truth be told, truth be told, they still kind of <laughs> whine some of the time. But Kylo humps a lot. And when you're and this is going to be a question that I asked and I was like, well, it'll keep them from being too aggressive because Vader comes, I think he comes from a single dog home before his owners left him out on the corner for us to take in. So there's a lot of stuff he's aggressive, uh, high value foods like treats. Him and Chewie get aggressive. Chewie really establishes that because he is the pack leader while I'm the alpha. Yeah. And so pack leader gets something first, then Kylo, then Vader based off age, even though for the longest time it seemed like Kylo was was the alpha. And so they him and Vader get in fights. And then sometimes it's over toys because Vader likes to take all the toys. Well, now there's just been a couple of fights where sitting around and then Vader will just head and back just flat and he'll just stare at them. Well, you don't stare another dog in the face. That's a no-no. So they go at it. Vader's smaller, and Kylo's bigger. So I mean, Chewie's bigger. So I mean, Chewie's going to wear him out every time. And he now he's got it's healing up. There's a scab there, but there was a tooth mark around his head because he tried to go up and pull himself back when Chewie was on top of him. And Chewie was doing really good, becoming you know becoming a male dog, a man, being able to pin him against something or hold him down and just growl at him, say, "Hey, I'm correcting you." But those these fights now, it's like, why are you locking eyes with me? You must want to get fucked up. That's that must be what you want. I'm like, you can't do this. Vader's only fifty eight pounds. Chewie's a hundred pounds. We got to get him fixed. So I'm driving. I got pictures. I post them on Facebook, and they're in the back, all sitting together. Uh, you know, getting kind of car. So they couldn't eat anything from ten p.m. up until we got there, and they're sitting there and. Just looking back, I'm like, oh, I wonder if my dogs will be the same. And, I, and oh, I got to go leave my dogs here. at the. I dropped them off like at 8 more eight o'clock in the morning. And then they said, oh, we'll call you sometime between then and 5. So I'm like, oh, they're going to be there all day. Hopefully they don't bite anybody. They're not really around that many people besides me and Jessica in the dog park. And Vader's never been around anybody else except for her parents just because we're always so busy. And drop them off. I have to fill out all the papers. They're sitting there barking at other dogs, going in with their owners, taking them in one, one by one. I leave them. I said, you, 
you did this to him. I was texting my wife and I sent her the picture. She's like, I said, I hope you feel guilty. She's like, I don't feel guilty. LOL, blah, blah, blah. So they call back after I get done teaching class at 11. Go pick them up. And they just look stoned out of their fucking minds. Like Chewy kind of woke up out of the anesthesia a little bit better, but they were coming out and it was so sad. I had, they brought me two. They brought me Kylo and Vader. Vader lays on the floor and I have to drag him with his collar choker while I'm moving Kylo all the way out the door. Then he stands up and starts walking. Then he wants to stop again before we get to the car. I was like, you're not going anywhere else bad. You're going home. You're coming home with your dad. I love you. I love you. Get in the car. So I put him in the car, put you in the car. Have to go back. Again, my wife didn't listen to me. I told her we needed the e-collars to put around their neck. And she didn't think we needed. And the next thing, everybody's looking at their, their wounds, their stitches. Get the e-collar, come back. Maybe a day after that, once they start waking up, Kylo looked like a fucking zombie. He's just sitting there on all fours, staring at one place. Then he turns 90 degrees and stares at another place for a long time. Like, dude, I have hard enough problems when I call for my wife and she doesn't say anything. I'm like, uh, might be some devil shit working here. Like, she's getting possessed or something. I'll have to fuck her up, throw her into the wall, into the refrigerator, beat her ass, and get out of the house. But now my dog looks like he's a fucking zombie. Now your dog's possessed. Exactly. And dogs are fucking crafty. They can go in and out of your legs, jump up on the bed and shit, and fly across the room. So I'm like, ah, fuck. And then I feel bad. I was like, Kyle doesn't even know where the fuck he is. He's fucking stoned. He's, he might as well be with Cheech and Chong right now, sitting there. It's like, ugh. But... Vader and Kyle and Chewie get into a fight after they start getting good. I'm like, man, when is this? You know, we got him neutered. So what the hell's going on? I know it's not supposed to immediately happen, but I was like, feeling injured. Maybe that's just riling him up. Well, you know, after Kylo comes out of the, the haze, he starts humping again. And the only one he humps, well, the only one he was humping was Vader. Now he's humping Chewie as well. So I'm, now I'm trying to think. You know, humping is natural for dogs. It's a way to release energy. They might have anxiety. I'm sitting here. I'm like, does because we added Vader to the group, does Kylo have anxiety now? Because he's not really playing with any of his toys. But Vader always swoops in to grab toys from him. But it's it's one of those deals. Now, for my for my dog owners or people that train dogs, I know there's a long-ass-winded deal about this whole ball-snipping deal, the neutering deal. But is it normal for your dogs to hunt? Like, is that a territorial deal? Is that an alpha deal? Is is Kylo unsure about his place within that pack? Since Chewie, Chewie listens, Chewie's bigger than everybody else, and Chewie usually handles the discipline, or is it something else? Do I need to go get him looked at? Because he, he'll lay down, he doesn't really do anything, which I think the surgery got to him a little bit more than the others, but he'll play with Vader, and then he'll start trying to hump him. So, have you, you have dog, you had dogs before. Yeah. Did, did you have dogs that humped a lot? Because I've read up on it, but I'm not yeah. sure. Not really. Um, they were all normal. Did you hump a lot? <laughs> well, female dogs can hump. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it, yeah, they so. can. But the ones that we had whenever I was growing up at my parents never really did anything like that. But it could be more of a dominance thing that he's doing. See, and I don't. And this is the deal. Vader gets so sensitive because I mean, both of the dogs are hundred pounds. So between Kylo, like if Chewie's playing with them. Then Kylo will come over. So Chewie's got, you know, maybe biting on his ear or, you know, gnawing around his neck and then letting Vader hit him back. But then Kylo comes and grabs his leg. Or yeah. Kylo does something and they're both grabbing the leg and they're huge. 
And now if Vader is anxious, he lashes out, and that's when the fights happen, mm-hmm. is when there's too many people here. And I'm trying to get them. What I'm doing is I'm taking them at night before they go to bed, two at a time, so they all have a goal to focus on. So Chewie and Vader are walking at the park across my street, and I come back, and I go through the same routine. They have to come to the door. They have to sit, put their collar on. We go out the door. They have to sit and wait for me to lock the door. We go over. We come back. We sit before we go in, and we sit, and I take the leash fully off, and then I put one in the cage, so Vader gets his walking done first. So Vader and Kylo. Kylo goes in the cage. Vader and Chewie. And then Vader goes in the cage. And then it's Kylo and Chewie. And they go on the walk trying to tire them out and see if I can get rid of some of this excitement or anxiety. And yeah, try to get them like clear, pretty much. Yeah, clear focus. And I'm trying not to get pissed off when Kylo's doing it because I don't know if it's just a habit that we let go on because we let him go outside. But I don't know how often he humps Vader outside because now it's like, okay, you can go outside for 10 minutes. 30 minutes, you know, a couple hours, run around, have fun. You know, yeah. is this something that's going on or is it is it just playful where I'm nipping, then I'm humping, but the humping is play humping because it's never really sexual. It, it has a sexual tendency, but they only have so much stuff that they can release energy with and show excitement in the mouth. And he mouths all the time and, you know, barks and growls, mm-hmm. does his paws all the time and then hump. So. I'm worried about my dog. I, I, I want to blame it on my wife and say she fucked up my dogs, but <laughs> and I'm a I'm a dog guy. I love dog. I love animals in general. Cats, cats are small. Cats are too small for me to love. Love because they can crawl on me and they can claw me, and then it'll really fucking piss me off. And then I'm sitting here like Martin trying to beat the shit out of a cat while it's flying across the room. Big cats, I like. I could get down with a tiger or lion until yeah. that point where I'm like, mm, they might fucking gnaw on me and kill me. And that's why I don't like Simba that much. But dogs are just man's best friend. They're they're all, I say, come on, boys, let's go. And I, I picked this up from my father-in-law. He said, even though Vince is a boy dog, he's like, come here, baby, come here, baby. So I was like, come on, baby, what are you guys doing? Let's go. And I just love my dogs. Yeah. And I want to quit Kylo humping every uh, Vader. And I want yeah. Vader to get assimilated into that pack. It's only been about six months, but I want to ask anybody – is that normal? Do you have any? Because I always say redirect. Well, how the fuck do I redirect if Kylo's not really playing with toys? He just wants to play with the other dogs. Yeah. Redirect, cause a distraction. Send that. Send your answer in to, you can put it on my Facebook page. You can send it in on iTunes. You can send it to Elijah Bailey Show at gmail.com. But help help a brother out with his dogs. It's It's one woman with four males in the house. And I don't want my dogs humping each other all the time, but I want them to get along. And I don't want because the next deal, if Vader's still aggressive, we're going to have to get rid of him. And so that's one deal. Like my wife's like, well, if he keeps doing this, I was like, well, we got to leash train him a little bit harder. Get him yeah, some get him some tasks and some jobs. Yeah, to do uh, just because I love my dog. So, yeah. And if not, then we're going to send him your way, Malcolm. You Samson are? will take care of him. Now, okay, tell everybody who Samson is. Samson is my blue and gold macaw. Okay, so a macaw, uh, trying to think of a video game that would represent that. Uh, I can't think of one. I don't know. He's the bird on all the Jimmy Buffett shirts. There we much. go. There we go. Jimmy Buffett bird. And so yeah. what does Samson do a lot of? What's his favorite movie? Uh, Jurassic Park. Why? <laughs> he likes the dinosaurs. He likes the little ones. The little dinosaurs. Now, the big ones, do they scare him? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. He'll run behind me in the couch and wait for those to go away, then come back out and watch it. And does he make any noises? Yeah, he tries to mimic them. 
See, you need to, we need to bring Samson up here so he can he can be on the podcast. There we go. Yeah, Samson, what, what's up, Samson? Fuck you! <laughs> oh, the story. I'm that, trying not to teach him that. <laughs> the story that I like is uh, what was it? Was it robberies that were happening happening in your, at your oh, apartments? And uh, I had just gotten him. I had maybe had him. I want to say three or four months, and he was just learning to talk. And so he only knew yeah and no. Okay. And hello. And I think it was about this time because it was starting to be warm and I was able to leave my screen door open. And I want to say there was a break in four or five doors down from my apartment. Yeah. So they were canvassing the area and he knocks on the uh, sliding door since it was already open and it was just the screen. And he's, hello, police, and all that. Well, I was in my bedroom working on homework, but Samson was out in the living room free. And Samson goes, hello. So he starts asking questions, and you hear, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you see anything? Yeah. And he's trying to find where I am. And so I hear all this talking. I come out. I was like, who are you talking to? He's like, oh, not you. What? (laughs) I was like, no, it was the bird. So as we're talking, um, he's asking me these questions. Oh, were you home at this time? I was like, no, I was in class. And you hear Samson in the background. Yeah. (laughs) He was here. And so uh, I was like, no, um, I was in class. This is the class. This is who I had. And he knew the professor. So he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So uh, here's my card. If you hear anything, see anything, anything suspicious, give us a call. I was like, oh, yeah, no, most definitely I will. You hear (laughs) Samson, no. (laughs) He's not telling you shit. See, and so he goes. All right, well, you have a good day. It's like you too. And he goes, No. You see, I need a, I need a bird. I need, I need something that can talk because the dogs growl. I mean, you, it's pretty evident when a dog's speaking to you. But yeah. Yeah. You know, who? What kind of birds really speak well? Because um, Samson is learning how to yeah, speak. Yeah, he's learning the. How much knowledge can he he store? What is what's average? Uh, average for most of them, it's about fifteen hundred words, roughly. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I know the African gray. Um, parrot, they're the smartest, and they can do something like three thousand. Okay. And I know there's one. There was a TED talk with it that called Einstein, and they they're smart enough to know the word and know how not you, the meaning, but like when to use, use it. it. Yeah, yeah, when to use it. Because the best example of that was whenever I was working for Radio Shack, they had me go do a um, fair down in Norman. Mm-hmm. and help out there and i was gone for i think i don't know i left at like 7 a.m i didn't get home until like 2 a.m the next day Damn. and he had been home alone all day i finally get home i pick him up he gets to my shoulder and he gets closer and closer to my face but as he's doing it, he's going hey hey mm-hmm. hey and he touches his face to mine and he goes no and then walks <laughs> off to where it's really demeaning to get told off by a toddler. Yeah, say like, never, never leave this house that long again. Yeah, quit radio. That's what he's telling me. He's pretty to much. Warn. Yeah, you already knew at the time, but he was like, quit, "Oh yeah, quit, quit." That's what he <laughs> wanted to say. Yeah, to where he gets closer, to where he got my attention. Hey, 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 no, no. and then just walks away. <laughs> See, I like Sam. I mean, we this is what we do at the gym, but uh, we talk about our kids. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, and, and how how sometimes they fuck up. But one of the other deals do we do is, is we work out. And we have very intense yeah. training. So we've recently switched it up to where we're on a light week where everything is about six exercises, two sets of eight, and we hit everything really hard. Yeah. Today was pull hypertrophy, so mm-hmm. growing the back. Before that, we did – it was legs. 
Wasn't yeah. No, yesterday was push. Pu- okay, so push muscles, so yeah. chest and shoulder, or yeah, chest, shoulders, and then you got the pull muscles. And then before that, we do legs. Yeah. But then we've had we finished today in ten minutes, fifteen I, minutes. I think it was twelve minutes. Twelve minutes, and so the rest of the hour, it's time to just kind of kick it into overdrive. So Malcolm and do cardio and everything. Yeah, and and really go because Malcolm's got a goal he wants to achieve. Yeah, yeah, and so we want to get there, and I don't. And w- with Malcolm being the new co-host on Hoy the Warrior Way, I don't know if we've said it on this show, but tell everybody what your your goal is. Uh, eventually to work for the federal government in the fields for the FBI or U.S. Marshals. Yeah, so physically fit, mentally stimulated is what we're going for. So today we, we did a couple of circuits, but I had a 10-exercise circuit, which I don't know if it's been my best work as a trainer <laughs> But I really like the circuit because it, it kept you, it kept yeah. you going. We had resistance band, um, straight arm pulls for the back, mainly the scapular downward rotation. Yeah. Then we went to the isolated uh, lateral row. Yeah, with a high raise, it was a high lateral row. Then it was on the heavy bag because we just now really started punching. That's why you got tape yeah. on your knuckles because you yep. ripped the skin off the the first layer of skin. So we were doing. 30-second jabs on each side. The second round, we do hooks. And the third round, we did crosses. So you go from doing a heavy back workout, pull muscle workout, to the resistance bands, doing reps of 10, then to the isolated row, which was 12, 12. then the back, 30 seconds on each side, so a full minute. Then you go over to the battle ropes, which were 45 seconds. Yeah. That's how long. I think the last one was a minute. So it's 45 seconds for two. Yeah, 45, 50, and then a minute. Yep. Yep. And then we go from there, you go to a 20-pound medicine ball, you 15 ball slams, and then right after that, 15 tosses up in the air, squat tosses with the ball. Then we go over to the 100-pound, no, it was was the burpees, burpees. eight burpees touching the pull-up bar Yeah, right underneath it. Then the 100-pound kettlebell, which was a sumo squat, which you actually did as a a contemporary athletic squat with the toes forward, alternating hands each time. Then you get two 60-pound kettlebells and walk down and back. How long would you say that stretch is? Uh, it's about 40 feet, maybe. About, yeah. yeah, about 40 feet. And then yeah. come back, and it would be an underhand uh, reverse grip inverted row. Yeah, it was pretty much pull-up almost. Yeah, and we did that three times, You increasing yeah. the time on the battle ropes, changing up the angles of the punch, pivoting the hips. But it's always something like this where we're challenging. So tell the people, because people get to hear from Richard, like, oh, that, that bullshit, <laughs> Elijah will tell you, blah, blah, blah. But how are the workouts? Do you see yourself getting closer to your goal? Oh, most definitely. I see it every day that we work out and every day that I go in uh, on my own that every time I go in, there's something new to push myself towards that the day before I couldn't do, but now it's easy the next day. And one of the things that caught me is you showed me a picture of where you were and where you are. It's like side-by-side comparison. Yeah, just a year ago, yeah. yeah. And it's just interesting. When you set your mind to something, how far your body can come and can change, but it takes two like-minded people. And not like-minded like we agree on everything, but we're hard workers. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that bullshit with <laughs> Mr. X pissed piss me off. And yeah. you're just in there like, Jesus Christ. Don't. Where I was like, oh, it's about time he gets some of this that I've been getting for the past two and a half years. Exactly. And so it's it's one of those deals that if you have people 
around you that are like-minded and passionate and drive, it's going to drive you to success. Because I'm always happy for Malcolm whenever he yeah. hits a new personal goal. I mean, what were we benching when we first started? Was it 135 oh, or less? I don't even think that. I think it was less. And now our max was 315? Was it 315? 350. 350? I think it was 350, yeah. And squat? Dude, I don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it was up there. We're hitting personal, and it's not something like, oh, well, you're just doing you know, two sets of eight. That's low sets and, and yeah. mid reps. So I was like, that's different. There's sometimes where it's just three sets of, yeah, three sets of 30, three sets of two, four sets of five. And then we hit those weeks, like you said, where it's up to 30 or it's 10 sets of 10, 12 sets of 12. I mean, yeah. To where yeah. it really starts to burn you out by the end, but you have to just keep pushing. And then days we switch up like, hey, you know what? Let's do 100 on everything. 100 yeah. reps straight through everything. But it is recruiting muscles that he's going to have to use, whether it's chasing somebody, subduing them. You know, your body has to be able to fully function. Yeah. So you have to work every muscle group in a way that, that elicits the correct response for firing those muscle fibers yeah. and and everything in the body it's all or none principle so you want to work your body in that deal and if we're done with lifting early we're going straight to cardio core yeah. work whatever it is and then trying to just enhance your now we've had talks about converse, uh, conversations about martial arts mm-hmm. and proper punching and kicking techniques or why you would do this it, it my job is to always stimulate you but as a friend and as somebody that i've known for a while we just have these conversations anyway like what knowledge do i want to to deposit into Malcolm's bank that will, yeah. he might eventually use at some point in time. And I think that's what I enjoy the most is the connection that you have with somebody else that has goals and is driven. And now jumping into the podcasting world, you know, do you have that same envision? Like, you know, I know Elijah and we've been working together. He steered me right in fitness. Is that the same thing that's going to happen here at the studio? Yeah, pretty much the same idea to where um it's a new aspect it's a new challenge and it's something that i want to push myself to just be well rounded on everything i mean you the the conversation i have with you you're 22 there's no reason i mean i say there's no reason but i had my head on my shoulders too when i was younger you see people like mystery x or some (laughs) other people at work talking about you're not anything if you don't have the right shoes or or yeah, I know that, and blah blah blah. Or headphones or anything along yeah. those lines. And then we just talk, you know, just have a regular conversation. And the next thing I hear out of Malcolm's mouth is something that's that is truly enlightened on whatever the subject is that you wouldn't hear from somebody that's twenty-two. Where do you take most of your influence from? And then how do you do? You just cherish those moments that you're talking to somebody, and you're like, man, that could work in the future. That's something I need to hear. Um, well, it's mainly. Uh, my family, my dad, Your my mom. <laughs> That's a completely different story with him. <laughs> but no, mainly it's, uh, I think it was how I was raised with my dad and my mom always pushing me to do something different, but not throwing me into something to yeah. where if I wasn't going to do it, they knew it. Um, also, it's just listening, especially like my professors and everything like that that are up at UCO. They know what they're doing because they've, done it yeah, they literally half of them have written the book on anything you look at it would, where they're the pioneers of what they've done they did the hard work so why not listen to them exactly it'd be so interesting to have like a group of people actually listen like most people go to conferences or somewhere they want to hear somebody speak but they're also in their head like oh that's not going to work that just worked for them yeah. because they had these if people would actually truly listen and add that value or that perspective to their life they could achieve so much more yeah and that's why i always try to be open-minded on whatever i hear 
because I may not get it now, but here in three or four days or even a year, it may click that, oh, that does make sense. Yeah, it might be applicable in my life. Yeah, I don't want to try to dismiss everything just out of turn right away. Yeah. Oh, well, that's you're old and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. You don't do this. So, you know how I made it to fucking be old? I'm not a dumbass. Exactly. I don't fucking, if I'm not going to sit here and say, hmm, should I pay my rent today or should I pay my cell phone bill? Fuck that phone. Yeah. I'd pay my rent. Otherwise, you'll be sitting outside with the phone that you can't fucking charge yeah. anyway. And then here comes the rain, and guess what? That phone's useless, so that you might is... as well have paid for your rent bullshit at that point yeah so let's take let's do this let's take a quick pause for the cause and we'll be right back with my man and my fellow co-host malcolm white white is that it there you go there you go Hi, I'm Elijah Bailey. And I'm Malcolm White. And we are the host of Hoya the Warrior Way podcast, brought to you by Blacken Studios. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hoya Warrior Way, on Facebook at Hoya the Warrior Way podcast, and email us at HoyaWarriorWay at gmail.com. Now, instead of searching all over the place for the show, simply go to iTunes and Podbeam, so that way you can subscribe to automatically be notified each and every week a new show comes out. Then leave a five-star rating and review. We thank you very much. And, uh, Hoya, 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 Hoya. Oh, man, that was the best commercial ever because I was in it and Malcolm. So, I mean, I think any commercial I'm in is pretty great, but... That's just a unbiased opinion. Just modesty. Yeah, that's modesty right there. So we're back, and we're, man, like 40 minutes into the show. This is awesome. Yeah. We've just been kicking through it. I had a lot of a lot of concerns about my dogs. If you're a dog lover, if you're a dog owner or a dog trainer, please contact me at ElijahBaileyShow at gmail.com, or you can find me on Facebook, on my personal Facebook page, Elijah Bailey, and just send me your thoughts and opinions on my dog humping the other dog. I don't want either one of them to be self-conscious. No, I don't want either one of them to be anxious, and I don't want all these fights going off. So give me your feedback, because I'm not a professional, and I want to do any and everything I can to help my dogs. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Uh, if you have something to say about Samson, say it to his face. He will say it back to you. <laughs> he really he will. He really will. <laughs> but before we, we left, we were talking about just Malcolm's journey, where he wants to go, who he is, a little bit more in-depth than what we did on episode 45. That was all about podcasting, and from yeah. the listener's perspective, now Malcolm actually being a podcaster and having this show, what do you hope to bring you know, to Hoyer the Warrior Way, and then where do you see us going in the future? Well, pretty much I want to just bring in the psychological aspect that I already see, a different view than just martial arts, mm -hmm. but just a warrior mentality in general and how it can relate to everything. So, okay, before we go on, what's your warrior mentality? To push on, to always try to better myself, to always try to lead anyone that's around me, not in a negative way, but to always be the one to stand out as what people expect yeah. to happen and these, what people expect to see yeah these are the expectations that you should look strive for yeah. whether you're a kid or an adult anybody can you know make it if they work hard or you know you don't always have to go down that path there's there's another way to do things and hard yeah. work you know you know whatever the case may be for that situation it may not be fun but pushing yeah. through it will benefit you yeah you know? it'll better you in the long run 
You know how many people that we know that should push through it? Too damn many. <laughs> Way too, too many. Too fucking many. So with that being said about your warrior way and what kind of role model example you want to be as far as the demographic, because you have listened to all the podcasts or Quite all the podcasts bit, yeah. that I do, or you listened to them before. So as a, as a listener, what do you hope that our listeners get out of it? Um, just a different perspective, something that can relate to them a little bit more if they aren't into martial arts as much or, if they're looking to get something, say, ahead in business or yeah. anything just in life in general to make it more user-friendly for everyone. Yeah. And, I mean, that's perfect because we wanted to reach uh, when when we first created everybody. Yeah. And then it kind of got stuck in the foothold just because it's an experience still or mm-hmm. being being open. I've experienced a lot, but you know that only goes so far. I can't keep giving my perspective or getting interviewed on the show it has to be a, co- a cohesive process to yeah. where both of us are contributing very, very vast different world perspectives. Yeah, always moving forward and adapting. Yeah, and the episode that we just recorded before this one, which will come out today, yeah. <laughs> is you know talking about the warrior mindset. What happens when it collapses, uh, whether it's under pressure or from a, the presence of a another warrior, or if it wasn't a warrior mentality to begin, to begin with. with. Yeah, and I think that was an interesting conversation because it, it went into. From personal martial arts, you know, a little bit of wartime talk to professional, to professional to yeah, back to personal, yeah. So I think you guys, I think you guys are going to like the show. Our live streams are every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday yep. on Facebook at Hoya the Worry Way Podcast. Monday and Wednesday now is in the afternoon. Friday, I'll have one that I do at 6 a.m. and then Malcolm does one a little bit later in the day. But it gives you different perspectives and different takes on. Motivational Monday, Wellness Warrior Wednesday, Free Thought Friday. And then if we have to do a Tuesday, it's Two Cent Tuesdays. Yep. So we try to give you things you can actually utilize in your everyday aspect while bringing our own personality to it, which it's a clean show, but there are going to be some bleeps happening, yep. folks. That's why we're, we're saying fuck right now. <laughs> because we can. Fuck, 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 that's one of my favorite clips, Jay and Silent Bob, which there is going to be a third Jay and Silent Bob coming out along with James Gunn already. You know what? Let's do this. Let's open up the duffel bag. Oh, my God. Richard, uh, you replaced on two shows. Uh, <laughs> now, in the duffel bag, like I was saying, Jay and Silent Bob, Kevin Smith, Jason Mewes are doing Jay and Silent Bob 3, which should be coming to theaters next year, I do believe. They did Clerks 3, which was actually a TV show, and now Jay and Silent Bob 3 is coming out. Also, James, director James Gunn has confirmed that there's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It is already happening. So before the number two is out this year, 3 is already happening, I think. The way that they've structured that is amazing. Uh, and this is what we're doing is giving you a little bit of comic book news. I know that I'm still a writer for MyFancySportsTalk.com. Hopefully you've been keeping up. They have released the full cast of The Inhumans. So a lot of people don't know who The Inhumans are or what they do. And Inhumans was really a placeholder 
for the X-Men because the X-Men, they, they, they Marvel lost the rights to the X-Men. And so for them to cope with that and have another team was the Inhumans, another superhuman race, an ancient race that is being outcast, being shunned upon. And it's really a story of that. Like, how do we move past this? And then humans really kind of focus on these are my people. So I'm going to stand up for inhumans injustice against inhumans. Same thing as injustice against the mutants. But if you go to my fancy go to the entertainment section, I write for entertainment and comics. You can see my deals there. They have the full cast. I think it's Anson Mount is the lead character. He was also in hell on wheels. He's going to be cast as black bolt. If you go to real Hawaii news, I think on Twitter, I think it is news. Real, real, like real, like movie, real Hawaii news. You can actually see some set pictures of Black Bolt, Maximus, Medusa, and you can see Lockjaw. So let me kind of give you guys a quick rundown so we can get onto some other uh, comic book news. But The Inhumans is going to come out September first on IMAX theaters. Two weeks after that is going to come out on ABC as an actual network show. So this is the first time that I know of that a movie has transitioned within two weeks to a, a show, and that's the, that's the whole plan. Have you ever heard of that, Malcolm? No. Whether, it's a really interesting idea doing yeah. it that way. To get, I think it was because it was supposed to be a movie in the first place. They said, well, you know, it's just kind of like Hal Jordan, even though he is yeah. the first Green Lantern, not a lot of people know him. So maybe this is a, a not ploy, but a way to get people to recognize who the Inhumans are as a group and then bring them to ABC and then tell some more stories and build up those characters for maybe bigger events in Marvel. Yeah. Well, I think it's also a better idea just to get a better base because normally whenever you start shows, you normally have two or three episodes that are very slow, dull, and hard to catch up because you have to know who it is. If you throw it into a movie, you can do it a lot quicker and then use that as your base as a springboard. Yeah, kind of like what Marvel has done in Netflix. They used the first couple episodes for Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and then the last part of that season – picks up and they've already built that foundation yeah which they can use them in films or like they're doing do multiple seasons yeah and see that way it cuts out the first say three episodes of any of those shows mm-hmm. you can then add three more episodes exactly. to make it For even more more fulfilling throw season. that into a movie add extra to it to give them more background and then you're ready to go yeah. So the the cast for the Inhumans, the cast is this Emmy and it's I K W U A K O R. Ikua Car. Dude, if you don't tell me what your name is and I can't really read it, it's it's going down the drain. But he's going to be playing Gorgon of the Inhumans. You have Isabel uh, Cornish as Crystal. You have Mike Moe as Triton. You have Sonya Balmors as Oren or Oren. Then you have you have Ellen Waglum. And she has not been, from my knowledge, has not been disclosed as a character yet. Not yet, no. Uh, you have Lockjaw, which is Crystal's 2,000-pound canine companion. And like I said, Anson Mount is Black Bolt. <laughs> then, then you have Saranda, I'm thinking Swan, as Medusa, who played Zatanna or Zatara on an episode of Smallville. Then you have Iwin Rian as Maximus. He played fucking piece of shit on game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> then you have ken lung as karnik and that's going to be your full cast for the inhumans but like i said if you go to real news hawaii that's what it was i said real hawaii news yeah. on twitter you can see set pictures of what they're doing in hawaii 
Um, but always go to MyFantasySportsTalk.com. You can look up sports from football to MMA, or you can go to entertainment. We have everything from television shows, comic book, movies. I do comic book battles. I have Iron Fist versus Bane coming out this week. Also, you have anything else that you want to talk about. We just did a review on Beauty and the Beast and a couple other movies that came out. Logan had a, a review without spoilers, then a review with spoilers. So we try to cover all the news. But if you don't want to go there, which I don't know why you wouldn't, just follow Elijah Bailey on Facebook. I always post my articles as soon as they come out. We actually have a bracket coming out of movie stars or movie characters, TV characters, Marvel and DC comic characters to go head to head. So you might have Jack Sparrow versus John Constantine or you, and we try to do them accordingly. So most comic book characters go against each other. Then TV and film characters go against each other. So it might be flash from TV versus Quicksilver from the movie or something yeah. like that. So be on the lookout for that. We got our bracket coming up and it'll be a, a weekly deal for about a month. I'll write an article on comic books and then we'll have the bracket for you. Then I'll write one on television, have the bracket for you and we'll whittle it down to the top four characters to go head to head at the end of it. But what else is in comic book news? A WWE hall of famer wants to wrestle again and it's Jerry, the King Lawler since his heart attack, uh, WWE calls him a no contact. So he can't have any kind of contact at all. He just has to basically <laughs> almost live on house arrest while he hosts the show. Uh, and he usually hosts the hall of fame as well, but the King wants to get back in the ring. I know it was kind of scary that he had his heart attack on air at a, at one point in time, but he wants to get back in the ring. Oh yeah. I saw this too. Yeah. N- next we have uh, the Hollywood reporter confirms that there's going to be a reboot of the matrix. I know Keanu Reeves was talking about this for John wick too. He said if the, cause I know there's going to be a bill and Ted three. Yeah. And he had confirmed that he would do this if there were some certain things met. So screenwriter Zach Penn from Avengers X-Men, the last stand is reportedly in talks to write a treatment for the relaunch concept with the original creators, writers and directors, Lana and Lily Wachowski not involved in the revival. So that's, that's crazy. They're not going to be involved. So I had to fucking read their fucking name for no reason. Michael B. Jordan is said to be looked at as the potential star of the reboot of the 1999 Keanu Reeves film. Uh, and it's funny because Adam, one of the trainers up at the gym, said that yeah. I should try to audition to be, what's his name? Cowboy Curtis. Fucking Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> in in the yeah. movie as there Morpheus. But yeah, so that's coming. It says, so producer Joe Silver reportedly sold his stake in the film rights to The Matrix to Warner Brothers back in 2012 for roughly $30 million. Warner Brothers was said to have muled The Matrix television series in 2016, but... From seeing what's been happening with the Star Wars films and franchise, it seems like they're going to try to branch out and do that same thing from stories that are not of the main storyline. So you might have a glimpse of Kiana, probably not, but it's going to follow a new character that's yeah. with wrapped in there, kind of like Rogue One. It'll so, probably be more of a mentioning him. Yeah. So look, that's kind of what everyone's doing right now. Yeah, but as if fucking Kiana's like 50 years old and still acting. You might as well try to bring him in. Exactly. So Suicide Squad 2 is close to closing a writer for the film. Even though most fans did not like Suicide Squad, it made more than what it was worth, what it took to make the movie. And they wanted to go with it again. So this could, they're listening to the fans is what's supposedly happening and building a world around everything from Batman v Superman to everything that's coming up, the Green Lantern Corps. They're trying to really build their world. So people might be happy with it. People not. Yeah, no, I mean, as long as they... uh listen to the fans on that then the next one should be a lot better 
Yeah. All right. So if you read a couple of my articles for my fancy sports talk, now we have another one. Ben Affleck had stepped down as director and was trying to find a director and they weren't going to revamp the script, but Batman script might be undergoing a total revamp. So Deathstroke is supposed to be one of the villains in the movie, along with maybe another potential villain. The original script had Hush as the villain for Batman. Now they scratched that. They rewrote it quite a bit of it. And now they're going to be another rewrite. It says it's apparently the week of the Batman as each day brings another supposed update. Ben Affleck solo film. First, it was reported that production wouldn't start until 2018 due to Matt Reeves planning the ape schedule within 24 hours of that rumor. Ben Affleck told the public that he had just finished a stint in rehab for alcoholism, but that the treatment didn't interfere with the Batman's production schedule. A new report, I know, a new report was released today, and it suggested that there is still a ton of work to do on the writing side of the Batman. According to Slash Film, the screenplay for the film is being completely rewritten. This means, if true, that every rumor up to this point could be void. This includes the inclusion of Deathstroke as the main villain. The good news is Joe Mangliello got that fucking name right is still very much involved in discussing the project so it stands to reason that he's still involved so what we're doing now is we don't really fucking know anything about the film but it's probably going to be completely rewritten and why i don't know if it's warner brother and have warner brothers having too much of a hand in the film or or what but it's probably a little bit of both because now they're really getting pushed on the clock for the deadline that warner brothers is set for them and that's the main reason why Ben Affleck I had stepped to step down. down. Yeah. So, I mean, if everyone's stepping down, you might as well listen to him and go, okay, let's push it back another month. Mm, man. This Which is would too... be terrible, but it would be better than having a movie that no one watches. Exactly. Uh, here's the one deal. Like, people had a special exclusive screening of the first six episodes, kind of like with um, Marvel's Luke Cage for Iron Fist. And they fucking hate it. And Finn Jones is going to defend it. Like maybe if if Trump wasn't president, people wouldn't have these feelings about a white character being, you know, an Asian mystic crime fighter. And my deal is, in the comics, people are like, oh, we have another white guy, you know, going to China, learning their their martial arts, and then doing better than them. Now on on the defense side of Iron Fist, and that's not really why I'm writing this Iron Fist vs. Bane article, but Iron Fist's dad was adopted by you know the people of Kung Lung. He was actually an he he's American, but he was adopted by them. So his full name is Daniel Thomas Rand Dash Kal, because he's a part of that deal. His dad saved the I think it was the king of Kung Lung. Or I think so, yeah. someone high up in Kung Lung, and then they adopted him. So they grew up there. Dan, well, his dad did. Then his dad went, came back to America, established a business, established a business, became an entrepreneur, and then he met this woman. They had Daniel in New York City. Then they went on an expedition with his partner, his wife, and Daniel. They all die. Daniel gets taken in as a baby, and he grows up in Kung Lung. Yeah. And not as a baby, but as a kid and goes through the same trials as everybody else. So in the comics, it was more justified because he didn't just come seeking power. He grew up there based off the kindness of his dad. Yeah. Him happened to be white was just something to happen. And plus, they whitewashed some characters back then and, you know, trying to sell a comic. But right now, I think this could be a good deal to say he was actually raised there for a specific reason. It shows the strength of the Asian people or the people of Kung Lung to take somebody out 
of a different region and religion and race. That's different from them and, and yeah. raise them as one of their own. Yeah, but I do also think that Marvel kind of missed a tone to cast. And even if the actor was half Asian, because Finn is British. Yeah. He was in Game of Thrones. He's, he's yeah. British all the way. And so, again, a lot of British actors taking roles. But I don't care as long as the actor is doing correct. Um, but, uh, you know, this Which, controversy. I mean, yeah, they only saw the first, what, six episodes? Six episodes. And it took six, seven episodes for Luke Cage to yeah, start to picking actually up. actually pick up because that's the base yeah. that you're having to get through first is, oh, this is where the character started from. This is how you're going to see him in this perspective. So I wouldn't put way too much weight on it, but we will have to see. Yeah. And that's going to be it for the duffel bag. Zip it up, Malcolm. Zzz. We've spent well enough time. We could keep going, but I've got other shit to do, and so is Malcolm. We worked yeah. out today, and I got to go. I'm, I got to go check on the dog, start getting the energy out. But thank you guys for joining the Elijah Bailey Show. Now, I have something special. This is a different show because Richard's not here today, but I have Malcolm here with me. Last week's guest, Mr. Who Dig You Himself. That black motherfucker, chocolate motherfucker, Jarvis White, actually sent in a... He was going to rap over Animation Anime, the beat for Animation Anime. We were play that at the end of the episode. But him and his friend did something not too long ago, and he sent that to me over SoundCloud. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to have the link of where you can find this, and that's going to be our outro music for the show. So what's happening different is I'm going to tell you the cosplay and podcast of the week and then the manga and anime of the month, which is going to be the same manga and anime until April comes around. But I'll tell you that stuff first, then... The music will play all the way out. The song's almost three minutes long, so listen and make sure to follow Jarvis White on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Who Dig You. Let him know what you think. So thank you, guys. Thank you, Malcolm, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm Elijah Bailey. You can find anything about Black and Studios if you want to do a podcast here, if you want to listen to any more episodes or shows I'm on because you like what I do, you can go to Black and Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can send your emails to podcast at blackandstudios.com. Like I said at the top of the show, anything and everything that you need to know from the Elijah Bailey Show can be found on Facebook at Elijah Bailey Show or on Instagram and Twitter at Elijah Bailey Show without the W at the end, that's S-H-O. Make sure to send your emails into Show at gmail.com and follow, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. If you don't have iTunes, go to Podbeam. Podbeam, we love you. iTunes, we love you. Shout-outs to the extraordinary journey of a black nerd, black nerd squad, black nerd problems, OKC podcast community, and also podcasting smarter thank you guys so much for tuning in to another amazing episode of the elijah bailey show i'm elijah bailey and make sure to listen at the end of the show for the post show credits and when you go to the description you can always click on podcast cosplay anime or manga or even our guests that are on the show and you can find them on social media unfortunately malcolm doesn't have social media so all you have to do is look for the stuff i told you to you can also find a link that'll take you to our patreon page where each and every week you get the show early with advanced exclusive show notes thank you guys and i'll catch your ass in the next podcast all right folks this is elijah bailey back at the end of the show with everything that you need to know now let's hit this thing off right podcast of the week is the black guy who tips this is one of my favorite comedic podcasts because it's hosted by husband and wife and you can find them on itunes ron and karen discuss pop culture current events and more from a comedic perspective go subscribe rate and review on itunes cosplay of the week comes from cosplay mike 
he just got done with a John Wick 2 photo shoot that will make you think he is the actual stunt double for John Wick. He's done some amazing cosplay, such as Symbiote Spider-Man, regular Peter Parker Spider-Man, Tony Stark, Marty McFly from Back to the Future, and he most commonly is known for his Superman and Batman from both Batman v Superman, the most current ones. You can find him on Facebook at Mike in Cosplay, or you can find him on Instagram at Cosplay Mike. Anime of the Month is Gangsta, which you can find on Hulu. And then Manga of the Month is Ragnarok, Sword of the Dark One. Got that one from Jeremy Evans from The Gamer Stand. Thank you guys for joining me. I'm Elijah Bailey. I'll catch your ass in the next podcast. Wanna do really it to wanna you. do it. But you really, really, really don't get it, do ya? Pick a side and the whole team arrive at school, ya. Oh, we dive it through ya. Like a squad of scoopers. You know we keep it cooler. The king cold and cooler. Calling like I'm hooping. You hooping like a hula. Blowing like a tuba. From Super Smash. Don't spad. Just be glad when you see me pass. Don't be mad at me.